First and foremost, I'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, welcome back to our weekly reading of the Torah, the wisdom books in the Apocrypha, and the Gospels. You know what I'm saying? With 12 Gates Is Israelite School, you know, I'm Captain Ibaja. For those that don't know, that are first, that are barely listening, Captain Ibaja Daggers. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're humble, your humble servant, anything. Israel may need the questions and everything you get down there is in the in the description box for any questions brothers may or may not have uh, brothers that are listening to live you already know you could text me your questions or at the end after the recording's done we're gonna you know saying take those questions but let's turn to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30 from the top uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30 from the top and it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call to mind among all the nations whither thy, whither Yahweh thy power have driven thee. See, we're scattered all four corners of the earth. When we say black, Hispanic, and Native American, because that's who who we identified as the Israelites here in uh, the Western Hemisphere. You know what I'm saying? But the Israelites are scattered to four the four corners of the earth everywhere. To everywhere, but let's keep going. Verse 2 And shall return unto Yahweh thy power, and shall obey his voice according to all that I commanded thee this day, thou and thy children, with all thy heart and with all thy soul, that then Yahweh thy power will turn thy captivity and, and have compassion upon thee, and will return and gather thee from all nations whither Yahweh thy power has scattered thee. In any of, if any of thine be driven out unto the utmost parts of heaven, from thence will Yahweh thy power gather thee, and from thence will he fetch thee. And, and Yahweh thy power will bring thee into the land which thy fathers possessed, and thou shalt possess it, and he will do thee good, and multiply thee above thy fathers. And Yahweh thy power will circumcise thy heart, and the heart of thy seed, to love Yahweh thy power with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with, that thou mayest live. And Yahweh thy power will put these curses upon thy enemies and on them that that hate thee, which persecute thee. Interesting. Look, look at that. See how the Most High God is 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 a balanced God, a, a God full of balance. Because look at how, how he said that them same curses, he's going to put them on those that hated us. You know what I'm saying? And those that persecuted us. You know what I'm saying? He's going to put, he's going to have them be in our position. Verse 8. And thou shalt return and obey the voice of Yahweh, of Yahweh, and do all his commandments which I command thee this day. So basically, just like Jake always does, get his ass whooped, and then he's going to do everything that he was commanded. Everything the Most High God told him to do. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how you know that the that black, Hispanic, and Native Americans were the children of Israel because as kids, we do this very thing. We listen to our parents after we done got our ass whooped. Let's keep going. And Yahweh thy power will make thee plen plenteous in every work of thy hand, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, in the fruit of thy land, for good. For Yahweh will rejoice over thee for good as he rejoiced over thy fathers. We see how he even rejoiced over our forefathers, how he, in, in the keeping of the commandments, he did, 
You know what I'm saying? He ba- he he did it for us. You know what I'm saying? He rejoiced in them when they kept the commandments. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of Yahweh thy power to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law, and thou shalt return to Yahweh thy power with all thy heart and with all thy soul. So look, he's even telling you what happens if you return. You know what I'm saying? With all your heart and with all your soul. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep going. Verse 11. For this command which I command thee this day, it is not hidden from thee. See, it's not hidden. Man, he's made it, he's made it visible to thee, to us. Salakim. Neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou should say, look, it's not in heaven which thou should say, who will go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it. Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that ye may hear it and do it. But every word is very nigh unto thee. See that every word is close unto you in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. See, I have said before this before thee this day, life and good, life and good and death and evil. See how he put everything before us that day? In that I command thee this day to love Yahweh thy power, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and all his judgments, that thou mayest livest and multiply Yahweh thy power, shall bless thee in the land whither thou go to possess it. But if any, but if, but if thy, Salaki, but if thy heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away, and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land. Let me just say this. Catholicism, Catholicism, Christianity, Islam, Jehovah Witness, Mormonism, all these things, you wonder why we still get murdered in the streets, why we're getting done the way we're getting done, why things happen the way they happen. You know what I'm saying? Why our days are never prolonged. And when they are, they're ended in misery. You see why? Now we're understanding why. Because Torah told us if we didn't we didn't obey him, he was going to denounce us. See how we've been denounced? Whither thou uh, upon the uh, Salakia. Upon the land. Whither thou go possess, past it over the Jordan to go possess it. I call heaven and earth. Look at that. I call heaven and earth. To record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore, choose life. Therefore, choose life. Therefore, choose life. That both thou and thy seed mayest live. That thou mayest love Yahweh thy power. And that thou mayest obey his voice. That thou mayest cleave unto him for he is thy life and thy length of thy days that thou mayest dwell in the land which Yahweh swore unto you unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give them. So see how, how as Torah is winding down and giving you all these things, it's letting you know how crucial this law is. The 30th chapter of Deuteronomy is telling you how crucial this Torah is to us, black, Hispanic, and natives. You know what I'm saying? But that concludes the Torah portion. Let's go into the book of Sirach. Let's go into the book of Sirach chapter 30 now. As we hit the 30th 
day of us reading, you know what I'm saying, this, this, these beloved scriptures of our, this history that belongs to us, so-called blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans, you know what I'm saying, not just in the school, but in, in you know what I'm saying, all, all spread across the board. Usalaki, babe, I have my stomach is feeling uneasy. Uh, now let's turn to the book of Sirach in the 30th chapter. You know what I'm saying? While you guys are doing that, let's, uh, you know, let's understand the Torah, man. That we got to live by this Torah. I was talking to a brother of mine, Bayan Raka. Uh, the brother, and, and you know, he had some very valid concerns as far as how brews really either just keep the law at camp or while they out and open. And it ain't the first time I heard it. I've heard it from a few people. But we got to start living this, this this every day. This law, you know what I'm saying, has to be our testimony. It has to be what we live by on the day-to-day -day basis. And these aren't things that I just tell you. Anybody that knows me outside of the school, outside of, outside of camp, you know what I'm saying? People from the world, would you, you see how they came to our feast days, you know what I'm saying? Because they see me rocking my fringes on the daily. You see, They see me talking about people in biblical terms. Oh, well, you know the brother. What is he? Oh, he's an Issacharite. Oh, okay, boom. What am I? Oh, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're a Judah. You're a Levi. You're a Benjamite. You're an Issacharite. You know, I even work with a couple Zebulonites. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? That, that, that's what we got. We got to live by, by setting an example. You know, damn the rank that you have in the school in this in this in this body. You know what I'm saying? How do, how do we present ourselves to Yahweh Bahashim Yahweh Shai? You know what I'm saying? How are we living out these commandments day to day? But let's keep going. I don't want to go on this long ass tirade about keeping the law. You know what I'm saying? Y'all understand what Moses was saying, and I'm repeating it. But let's go to the book of Sirach or Ecclesiasticus, chapter 30 from the top. He that loveth his son causeth him oft to feel the rod, that he may have joy of him at the end. See, so when you love your children, when you love your kids, you know, you're going to always punish them when they're doing them wrong, when they're doing wrong. You know, not everybody agrees with, you know, spanking your child. You know, there's other ways to correct the kids. I'm personally for both, whichever works for your child, because every child is different. You know what I'm saying? But you have to correct them. The correction is the part. Let's keep going. He that chasteth his son shall have joy in him and shall rejoice of him among his acquaintances. So those that correct their kids, you know, they're going to have joy from their children. They're going to have joy in their children always. You know what I'm saying? They're going to really, how should I say this? And then, then when they come around their friends, like, that's my child. That's my that's my son. You know what I'm saying? Every day my, my, my child, he grows, grows nearer and nearer to the Most High God. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and then that's why it's always me telling you that's my child, no matter what the circumstance, because he brings joy to my heart by him being obedient and keeping the laws of God, even knowing the name and knowing to give honor to the Most High God. But let's keep going. Verse 3. He that teacheth the son grieveth the enemy. I want everybody, if you didn't highlight anything or underline anything, underline that part. I'm going to refer to Malcolm X. Malcolm X said anybody that lets their enemy teach them, teach their children is a fool. So you see why that has biblical basis, right? He that teaches the son grieveth the enemy. And before his friends, he shall rejoice of him. And let us let me say this. My, my dad didn't teach. My dad taught me to listen whenever my mom spoke on the scriptures. Now my dad, he could be whatever he wants, but he's always proud of me because I can go to any scripture and prove my point. And he knows that even though he didn't teach me the Bible, he is... The one that pointed me in the direction to go there. So now I teach him. 
beside the point, but he does have joy in me because I can, it, it, you know, and not to blow my own horn or anything like that is just, you know, I know that I'm a little quicker on the sword than I used to be six months ago, than I used to be a year ago, than I used to be seven, eight years ago when I first came in this truth. But let's keep going. Verse four. Uh, Though his father die, yet he is thou, he were not dead. For he hath left one behind him that is like himself. You know, it's funny that it says like that, even in, in, in spirituality, like, I know Chief looks at me and be like, damn, I created him just like I look at you guys and be like, I'm, I I made them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean that in a disrespect for my son, you guys know, but I, wa- I watch these videos. I watch how brothers get their points across. I watch how brothers that are allowed to teach, teach. I see how brothers read, how brothers, everything you do at camp, just be aware that I observe everybody and everything and you brothers, you're the, you're the reason that I'm so cool with every, like, I'm, I'm so gla- glad where I'm at. Because I know that if I can't teach, I could send Yerushalayim out there to teach for me. I could send Yawasop out there to teach for me. I know that that if, I, if I'm trying to make a point, Yalad has a point to back up my point. I know that Quina is going to make his point from behind the camera. You know, I see how everybody plays the part. I know that if I'm, I'm short on, on scriptures, Zahar, you know what I'm saying? Or 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 Shalomat Tabak gonna go give me the precepts I need. I know that Gabar is gonna you know, Gabar is gonna come with a fire lesson that he may think is basic, but when we look at it on the grand scheme, we know that that brother was bringing some deep edification. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I see it. Like I see that I'm that that you, we're gonna carry on the things that I've learned that Alazar Banloya taught me, and I'm teaching you brothers. You know what I'm saying? But let's keep going. Verse five. While he lived, he saw and rejoiced in him. And when he died, he was not sorrowful. Again, while I'm living, I, I, I know that you brothers don't might not notice, but I rejoice when you guys speak at camp. The little two, three minute point that Yalad makes might be that to him. But to me, it's like I'm watching this brother go from ah coming to camp with, it, with his mask, trying to take as many notes as possible to being able to make a point on the line. Same thing with Yawasap. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Yerushalayim. You know, I've watched brothers grow and I've, I've rejoiced in you brothers as you've grown. I rejoice in my child right now that I'm teaching him and he repeats things that I, re- that I show him. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep going. Verse 6. He left behind him an avenger against his enemies and one that shall requite kindness to his friends. See, I know that you brothers are, 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 the, are these things. I know my, my child is these things. Verse 7, he that maketh too much of his son shall bind up his wounds, and his bowels will be troubled at every cry. A horse not broken becometh headstrong, and a child left to himself shall be willful. You say, hey, y'all seen Home Alone? If you leave a kid alone, he's going to do whatever he wants, and it's never going to end well. You know what I'm saying? We, let's keep going. Verse 9, cocker the child, and he shall make thee afraid. Play with him, and he shall bring thee to heaviness. Laugh not with him, lest thou have sorrow with him, and lest thou gnash thy teeth in the end. You know, we, we can't be playing with our kids too much. You know what I'm saying? This is directly, you can't be playing with your kids. That's why black and Hispanic parents have a famous saying, and I know y'all heard it, and every Judite, Levite, every southern kingdom and northern kingdom brother can relate this. I'm not one of your friends. Yo no soy uno de tus amiguitos. I'm not one of your little friends. It's funny that if we say it, each everybody in Israel has a way of saying it to their children. Let's keep going. Eleven. Give him no liberty in his youth, and weak and wink not at his follies. 
know what I'm saying? You got to always be ready to correct your child when he does something wrong and don't give him too much don't give him too much freedom. That's the problem with the kids now why they grow up to be so disrespectful and talk to adults in a way they shouldn't or even carry themselves in a matter they shouldn't because we gave them too much liberty and we laugh at their follies. When, when a two, three-year-old curses, we shouldn't be saying, that's funny, that's cute. No, I mean, I'm not saying backhand him in his mouth, but you got to do something to correct that because it's not cute. Verse 12, bow down his neck while he is young and beat him on the sides while he is a child, lest he wax stubborn and be disobedient unto thee. See, correction is something we have to do at all times. Because then your kid's going to be disrespectful to you, bro. Do you want your kid being disrespectful to you, talking sideways to you? You going to knock his little, you know what I'm saying? Verse 13, chastise thy son and hold him to labor, lest his lewd behavior be an offense to thee. Hey, if you want to save yourself from really being offended by your own child, correct him. Verse 14, better is the poor, better is the poor being sound and strong of constitution. Kantawada, ya wasap. Shalom, officer Yerushalayim. Verse 14, Better is the poor being sound and strong of constitution than a rich man that is afflicted in his body. Health and good state of body are above all gold and strong uh, strong body above infinite wealth. There is no riches above sound body and no joy above joy of the heart. So you, let, let it, the Bible speaking on being healthy physically, you know what I'm saying? We have to remember that it is it's something it's you you can't be uh, we can't be out there overweight sloppy you know what I'm saying and all these things you know what I'm saying trying to teach somebody to be better you can't tell somebody to put a cigarette down and you can't even put the cheeseburger down you know what I'm saying in so many words to say it to say it in the in a I guess offensive manner you know what I mean? But I'll, you can't tell somebody, hey, put that cigarette down and you can't even put down the the the, the cheesesteak. You know what I'm saying? You can't put down the, the Philly cheesesteak. You can't put down the cheesecake. You can't put down anything that's unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? And take it in a healthy matter. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep going. Verse 16. There's no rich above there's no riches above a sound body and no joy of there's no joy above the joy of the heart. Death is better than a bitter life or continual sickness. Delicates poured up upon the mouth shut up are as messes of meat set upon a grave. See, you eat too much of the sweetness, you're gonna be sick. You know what I'm saying? Giving too giving too much in the candy, all that. You know, it, it's terrible, but it, it goes into you having a healthy body. The scriptures are telling you there's no rich there is no richer, there is no more be um there's no more accomplishment than having a healthy body. Let's go, verse 19. What good doth the offering unto an idol, for neither can it smell, neither eat it, nor smell it? And let's talk about that day of the dead in the in the in the northern kingdom. Uh, in the northern kingdom, you see how they take their their offerings to the gravesite, so on and so forth. But what good is it if they don't eat it or smell it? Let's keep going. So is he that persecuted Yahweh? Uh, so is he that persecuted of Yahweh? You know what I'm saying? Those that are persecuted by the Most High. Verse 20. He sees with his eyes and groaneth as a eunuch that embraces a virgin on sightest. You know what I mean? He, he, he's gonna, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna, he's gonna see her like, damn, I can't even do nothing. You know, I can't say nothing. Salakia. Damn. You know what I mean? 
Verse 21, Give not over thine mind to heaviness, and afflict not thyself in thine own counsel. You know what I'm saying? Let's not, let's not worry too much about the problems, man. And then you, if you're trying to advise yourself, you can't do it. You got, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep going. Verse 22, The gladness of the heart is the life of man, and the joyfulness of a man prolongeth his days. So we see, you know what I'm saying? Being joyful is the key, man. And how do we find joy keeping these law, statutes, and commandments? Love thine own self and comfort thy heart. Remove sorrow far from thee, and for sorrow hath killed many, and there is no profiteth therein. I was telling my rib not too long ago, something that I do to cheer myself up every time something drastic has happened. Every t for instance, we'll use my, every time I've lost a job, for example. Every time I've lost a job, it sounds foolish to some, but it help, it, it's the joy. It, it, it gives me a little joy. I buy myself something with my last check. Why? Because, hey, it, it's, 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 it's not a life worth living if you're going to be miserable. Oh, I lost my job. I'd rather be like, hey, I got this new shirt. You lost a job, but I got this new shirt. I'll find a job in been a week. Don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to comfort our own heart and we got to love our own soul. That's just, you know, that's just how it is. We have to remove sor sorrow far from us because it will kill you physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. It's going to kill you, man. Verse 24, envy and wrath shorten the life and carefulness bringeth a goal before the time. You see, when you envy somebody or you're always in wrath, I mean, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to die young, man heart attack, or even getting smoked by your so-called enemy. Verse 23, a cheerful and good heart will have care of his meat and diet. I want everybody to underline that part. A cheerful and good heart will have care of his meat and diet. You will, If you're truly happy with who you are, you will watch what you eat and you will watch your intake. And it's crazy because... Being with my rib, you know what I'm saying, the most high has blessed me with her, it's giving me joy. So sometimes, no, you know what I mean, I, I watch what I eat. I don't eat as much fast food as I used to. And I used to eat fast food like crazy, you know what I'm saying? I used to eat fast food like crazy, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Now we'll, we'll go out together and eat fast food. Salakia. You know I mean? We're going to turn to the, the, the Gospels now in the book of Mark. Let me... Uh, all right, we're going to go to Mark 7. But, you know, like, like let's read the last part again of Sirach 30 and 25. A cheerful and good heart will have care of his meat and diet. We got to take care of ourselves, brother. That's another thing. And we're going to talk about this with the members of the school that are on this call. Uh, we got to talk about some health things. You know what I mean? But it's got to start exercising. You know what I'm saying? Even... The things, the way we, the, our intake. But um, let's go into the book of Mark chapter 7. You know what I'm saying? So we can uh, finish out with what the world, who the world are going to call Jesus Christ real name, Yahawashai, and his mission on this earth. Because it is something that we have to, you know, really think about. I mean, something, we always got to follow our example, our master, our king, our lord and savior. Hamashiach Yahushai, but let's go to the book of Mark, chapter 7, from the top. Then came together unto him Pharisees and certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. And they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defile, defiled, that is to say, with unwashed hands, and they found fault. Let's stop for a second there. Why? I want you to understand what's going on. These men of stature in Jerusalem saw the disciples eating with dirty hands.
Eating with dirty hands. Now, I don't want nobody to answer. I just want you to think this to yourself. Is there a law in the Torah? We've read damn near all of Deuteronomy. So like we read almost all of Deuteronomy. We're going to go into Leviticus next. Uh, Exodus, Numbers, Genesis. I mean, we're going to go through all these books in the Torah. And I want somebody to find me the law eventually that says you have to wash your hands before you eat. But let's go. Verse 3. For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they, wash their hands oft, eat not, holding the traditions of the elders. Remember, see that? So we didn't even got to read through any of the any of the of the Torah for the answer to, to be given to us. It said, it said, for the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they, wash their hands oft, not eat, eat not. Holding the tradition of the elders. So it was a tradition of the elders. It wasn't like it was, you know, in, in Torah, you know, in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 12, or nothing like that. That's just, Numbers 6 is something special to me because I've been a Nazarite, and I plan on being a Nazarite again. But uh, that that's, you know, that's something that, you know, those are traditions of the elders. No, that's not something that is not in the Torah. Let's keep going. Verse 4. And when they come... From the market, except they wash, they eat not, and many other things there be, which they have received to hold as they washing of cups and pots, brazen vessels of tables. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread with their unwashed hands? So let me be, let me give you an example. Okay, well, we don't have that many... Uh, 12 gates rules that are, you know what I'm saying? But we'll say, let's just say the rules, and matter of fact, there is a rule in 12 gates. Don't wear boots. Now, nowhere in the Torah this says, thou shalt, thou shalt not wear sneakers to camp. Thou shalt only wear boots to camp. Thou shalt not wear sandals to camp. Now, for common sense reasons, I will not allow you to wear sandals to camp. For and if you need if you don't need to then maybe you maybe stop telling people you're tough because <laughs> anybody with any kind of sense knows that you don't go into the streets in sandals in case of an altercation. Not saying that we're violent or we want to be violent. No, no, no. By no means. I'm just telling you a common sense rule. Now that's not in the Torah. Nowhere in the Torah does it say thou shalt not step out into the streets in 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 flip flops, right? But we know it's a rule now. These these elders came with a similar rule, but they made it as if it were Torah. You know what I'm saying? That's like we got a new guy in the camp, and he comes to camp because he watched uh, camp X, Y, and C. You know what I'm saying? And he saw that they all wore boots, so he figured we did too and came to camps with boots. And now Yerushalayim, Yalad, and Yahweh come to him like, "Hey, bro, what's up with that? Why are you wearing boots? Don't you know the Don't you know the rules here at Twelve Gates?" It's something similar to that. Or somebody or somebody else after weeks of coming to camp wears boots. You know what I'm saying? It's not some that's in the in the Torah. Same thing with the not with the not washing of your hands. Now let's keep going. Verse 6. He answered and sent him to them. Well, have Isaiah has Esaias prophesied of of you of you hypocrites as it is written? Now you see how, how Christ came at him like, hey, didn't Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites? This people honoreth me with their lips, but thine hearts are far from me. You know what I'm saying? Christ told him, hey, 
You honor me with your lips. Hey, you talk a good, you talk a good one, but you ain't really about it. You know what I mean? You talk a good one, but you're not really about it. How be it? In vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. See, those that that's that's what that was it. You know what I mean? These are commandments of men. It's something that I put intact in 12 gates. You know what I'm saying? It, it, as an example. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the traditions of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like ye things ye do. You know what I'm saying? They do these extra things, right? Because they honor the Most High God with their lips, but their, their heart is far from them. Let's keep going. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God that ye may keep your own traditions. Matter of fact, the perfect example of this is the Christian church. It's always the Christian church in this. They, they talk about Christ, but they don't follow not. Nan, example one of Hamashiach Yahawashai. They don't follow one example of Hamashiach Yahawashai. So it's... It's crazy to me that how, how the Christian church is found in the scriptures and even in Yahushua's writings, but not how they want to portray themselves. Oh, no. Let's keep going. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curses father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, It is Korban, that is to say, a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. See, oh, this nigga. Salakia, brethren, uh, y'all senior lieutenant in the in the chat. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But he, there, he's giving examples of laws and how they try to circumvent these laws. You feel me? Uh, 13, uh, 12, and he suffered him to do more, to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God of no effect through your traditions, which ye have delivered, and many such like things ye do. And when he, call, and when he had called the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand, there is nothing for, from without a man that entering into, into him can defile him. But the things that come out of him, those are they that defile him. Now, a Christian's going to take you here. Uh, our powerful petty officer, Yerushalayim Banyasharala, is forever getting into it with Christians. Because he's forever asking me uh, how to cut a Christian, even though when I give him the answer, it's the answer he already gave. Because the brother is powerful. He's already daggered him. He just wants to make sure with his captain, like, did I do good? You did good, King. You know what I'm saying? But like I said... They don't hearken unto Hamashiach. How wish I know? You know what I'm saying? And they'll be like, see, this is where you can, uh, this is where Christ said you can eat pig. No. Christ said eating, you know what I'm saying, with dirty hands isn't going to defile you, but you speaking that madness, you going out there teaching Christianity, teaching against the commandments, wh whatever, what have you, that's what defiles you. And let me see. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. So basically, if you got an understanding, understand. You know what I'm saying? If the Spirit is moving you to hear, then hear. And when he was entered into the house from, from the people, his disciples asking, asking, asked him concerning the parable. And he said unto them, 
Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without enters into a man, it cannot defile thee? See, and and, and he's getting, they're going to be like right there, like, see, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. Because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goeth out drop, purging all the meats. You know, he goes in your stomach, and you poop it out. So let's say, you know what I'm saying? And he said also, that which come out of a man, that defileth the man. For within, out of the heart of a man, proceedeth evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetedness, wickedness, deceit, lavious, lavishness, evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile the man. And from thence, and went to the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and entered into a house, and and would have no man know it, but that he could not be hid. For a certain woman whose daughter had had an unclean spirit heard of him, and came and fell at feet. And the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him, and he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Yahushai said unto him. Let the children first be filled, for it is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. You know what I'm saying? So she knew, this this Greek woman, the Seraphonician woman, she knew. She knew. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, go the way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she came, Salaki, and when she came to her her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. Now, you know what I'm saying. Let's. I'm. I'm gonna break this down. There's one or two scenarios here. The little girl was an Israelite, cause we know your father's seed, or he did her a solid. Let you know what I'm saying, cause it ain't salvation. He didn't tell her, oh, you're saved. None of that. He just cast the devil out and told her to go about her way. You know what I'm saying? So again, when we go into these salvation topics, you got to know how to uh, how to cut these. Uh, verse 31. Again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee, through the midst of the coast of Decapolis, and they bring unto him one that was deaf and an impotent in his speech, and they beseeched him to put his hands upon him, and he took him from the side from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears, and spat and touched his tongue. And looking up to the heaven and sighed and said, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And straightway his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spake plain. And he charged them that day they should tell no man that there, there, but the more he charged them, so the more great deal they published it. See, that's crazy. I just wanted to see how, how we got to speak the... The, the blessings of the Most High God, Bahashim Yahweh Shai. Because the more he told them, don't do it, what was they doing? They was doing it. Verse 37, And were beyond measured astonished, saying, He hath done all these things well. He maketh both deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. I mean, that concludes our reading for the evening. Of course, I'm going to stop the recording and I'm going to take questions, brethren. So... Uh, we like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. And we say Shalom.